Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Two Toms, One Ash. We'll be taking a look back at week two to discuss our rosters and which of our teams scored highest. And make sure you keep listening all the way to the end to see who we like the look of for week three. Big thanks to all of you that continue to share the podcast and leave us reviews. It really does mean a lot and certainly doesn't go unnoticed at all. Right, that's enough from just me. On we go. Evening boys, we're here again, another week in the books. Um, Charlie, I'll come to you first. How are you, mate? Uh, yeah, delighted after that Steelers win. It made my week. Uh, after not, not a great weekend in terms of fantasy, lovely to walk away with that W Monday night. Yeah, which uh, yeah, interesting week for you all around, really, I guess, with the, with the Browns playing Steelers and then, and then us playing each other in, in fantasy. Uh, Scully? How are you? Are you? I mean, I'm assuming from a Browns point of view, less enthusiastic. I'm all right. I had a good weekend um, in France. I'll come on to my uh, my, my win as well this uh, this weekend. But uh, other than that, I don't really want to talk about any sport. So <laughs> not not football. After being absolutely robbed by the officials, given 12 minutes of injury time against Spurs. And uh, definitely not that tripe that um, I watched on on Monday night and got up for as well. So I got up at one o'clock, went to bed at five o'clock. So I was completely shattered all Tuesday and pissed off because we'd just lost the best running back in the league, the focal point of our team. And we'd lost to... um, would that, well, I don't know. Just lost it ourselves. When when you hold them to twelve points on offense, they're negative, net negative in yardage. They don't have a snap in the thirty within the thirty yard line of our our half, and we lose twenty six, twenty two, or whatever. Um, yeah. TJ and Alex Smith. That's all we need. We don't need an offense. We'll just go with them bad boys. Absolutely, no, absolutely. I think that was that was the thing for me. It was uh, our defense was was unbelievable. Your defense was unbelievable, and scored points, and that was the difference in the game. I mean, Deshaun Watson, get rid of him now for me. Might be might be a little bit early, but he's shocking, and I mean shocking. I mean, Kenny Pickett isn't good at all, but he looks better than Deshaun Watson, and that's worrying. So, um, rant over anyway. The, the one thing that I would, I would say is my opinion of the uh, Steelers fans have gone up quite a bit as well because of how they uh, how they received Chubb after the injury. They were shouting his name in the stadium. They clapped him as he went off on the, uh, on the carrier, etc. I thought that was a, a touch of class. And, um, and the atmosphere class, was unreal. Classy set of fans. We, see, we don't see that from other AFC North teams, do we? When players get injured, Big Ben gets caught off and they're throwing stuff at him. Classy fans, mate. Yep. Not, well, nothing, else to, nothing else to say on the matter. Well, well good effort on um, kind of picking up from rock bottom enthusiasm that you started. And I'll try my very best to uh, 
for everyone listening to to strap yourselves in for uh, for, for kind of talking about sport, unfortunately, Scully, um, as we do. So let's have a look at our fantasy teams from the weekend then. Uh, not Steelers, not Browns uh, for the time being, but our fantasy teams and how did we get on? So uh, Scully scored 112 points uh, and took away the win. Charlie, 137 points, uh, but unfortunately that wasn't enough to beat me, who scored 148 points. So, um, so sorry, boys, it's 2 Nil, nil. So I don't know if we agreed on any sort of forfeit yet for the for the end of the season. But um, but well, from how it started off, you two can battle that out yourselves. Um, after the start that I made. Uh, so, but Charlie. Uh, so yeah. So you did lose. Uh, but one of the highest scoring losses we've had for a while, really, 137 points. Um, so I'll come to you first, really. Talk me through some of the points that your players scored. Who did well uh, and who surprisingly really didn't do quite so well which which would have you taken you over over the 148 that I got just to sneak a win um if they had a done we'll start with the positives uh Bijan uh, I'm expecting but we've well Look, we've all said we're expecting big things from him yeah uh this year so 21 points for him or 21.2 uh Mike Evans somebody that I was big on this year uh people were quite low on uh, he's right up there. I think he's fourth highest scoring wide receiver so far. So re- really happy with him. Devontae Adams did uh, got a decent score. And Darren Wallace sent to get involved uh, in the Giants play uh, when they decided to start playing in the uh, seventh of eight quarters. Is that right? <laughs> they, they didn't score in the first six quarters of football that they played. Yeah. Uh, yes, he started getting involved. So uh, 13 13. Not a bad score for a tight end. I, I wasn't massively disappointed with that. I was uh, obviously me and you were were at a wedding on uh, on Saturday, Ash, and I was toying with. It was between I had four players: DJ Moore, Najee Harris, AJ Dillon, and Josh Kelly, and I was undecided between those four. Uh, and it turns out I picked the wrong two because if I'd have picked the others. Uh, or if I'd have picked the right combination, I would have beat you, I think, by one point. So, yeah, a little bit frustrating, but I'd said, I've said this to you I, I, when we spoke on, on Monday uh, after after all our games had finished. Josh Kelly, out of those four, was, was the bit of no-brainer, really. The fact that Eckler was out, I know they were playing the... the uh, the Titans, who who do play well against running backs, but expected him to be involved a bit more in the passing game. To come away with three point nine points, I was devastated. Um, and then the fact that DJ Moore uh, came away with that massive play at the start of the game, uh, sixteen points for him, which I was obviously happy about. Not happy that he was sat on my bench, but yeah, it is what it is. You were. Uh, you have to take your shot, don't you? And, and my logic behind picking Kelly and Dylan was there. The fact that Najee Harris hadn't had a great game the week before. The Browns' defense good against the run, and and uh, the fact that the Bears are just the Bears. Um, absolute toss. I'm really glad that I wasted my third round pick on their starting quarterback. But let's take some positives. He was also crap last year. And then he came good for about five games. So maybe I'll get five good games out of him. 
But well, um, well, yeah. well, yeah. Lucky for you, you, you've also picked up a, a receiver on the Bears, haven't you? Like you're saying, DJ Moore. So <laughs> if, if he can't throw it, he should be good at running and uh, and yeah, good at neither. It seems at the minute. But but no, I totally agree. I think Kelly, especially Kelly and AJ Dillon, were kind of nailed on to have good weeks with Eckler and Aaron Jones either either not playing or, or playing very limited snaps, and and they just didn't. So. So yeah, tough one to take, uh, and I don't think you mentioned that as well. But um, but Cowboys defense, seventeen points again, which look uh, oh, well, yeah. they are the Forty ers defense of last season. They're just by 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 country mile the best defense so far. As much as it pains me to say, um, score late. So yeah, took a win uh, regardless of points scored. Don't worry about that. Taking you to two and zero on the season. Um, good. Good week overall. How would you summarise your team's week two? Yeah, steady. Again, I think uh, the person that I was playing, our James, probably could have beat me. Had a few, a few on his bench that could have could have made a difference. But then again, uh, so so could uh, so did I. So it could have gone either way. But um, yeah, overall, pretty positive. Won in the end by by seven points. So pretty close. Uh, led really by. Saquon Barkley turning it around so similar to what Tom's been talking about with Daniel Jones uh, they, they finally turned up and um, Saquon got in a couple of times two touchdowns 27 points and then um, Kenneth Walker also two touchdowns so scored me a good uh, 18 and a half points so they they really led the led the way for me um, and then some all right p- Performances as well. St. Brown was was pretty steady. Um, 102 receiving yards, so another 14 points. Uh, Cameron Dick has had a, his second um, double-digit week for me, so he's um, he's looking like a, a decent pickup. Uh, Brown's defense again, another double-digit week for them. So, albeit hugely disappointed by our offense, but can't cannot cannot complain about the defense and how Jim Swartz has got them going. So again, I'm happy, happy with that pick. Um, so yeah, overall, overall pretty good. Uh, the only probably mistake that I made was uh, putting Tyler Algier in after his big week last week and taking Robinson out for Washington, who um, who had a, had a big week of his own this week. So that was probably my only um, error. But uh, it it worked out in the end. It didn't cost me. So overall, satisfying. Yeah, and it looks like kind of from a lot of the reports from kind of other sites and recommendations around probably dropping Antonio Gibson because Brian Robinson is the main guy in Washington. So, um, so yeah, it looks like I, I can't remember what you were exactly at the time, but a lot of people were on a knife edge as to whether it would be Gibson, would be Robinson in Washington. But you've got Robinson, and it looks like he's. He's RB1 for them, so um, I guess all positive. And like you say, points on your bench is never a bad thing uh, to come back into. Just causing me some, well, I, I guess it's not really causing me some dilemmas next week. It was kind of a nice thing to have on my bench. Again, somebody that's scoring points to bring in since Saquon's going to be out for a few weeks. So that's a, a bit of a blow. Amari Cooper is questionable, but again, he was questionable last week and he did start. He's got a groin injury. And um, St. Brown's questionable as well. So that's quite a few of my big players that um, that are going to be missing or potentially missing next week. So, 
Yeah, and and I did notice as well when I was looking around um, earlier on today that you are now third lowest scoring overall in our twelve man league, and you're two and zero. Oh, which um, on one hand, well played. On the other hand, if that continues, then you are this year's midi and sneaky little fucker. Um, all right, so over to me and, and and kind of the opposite of a good bench, really, not in the slightest. Uh, so I had a good week with majority of the starters. Uh, Lamar Jackson uh, having a very good game with 26 points. Christian Kirk, 21 points. Um, surprisingly, really, um, I might be looking to, to sell him while I can. Uh, Nico Collins looking very good for the Texans with 27 points. I'm not sure how long that will last either, but happy while it is. Hawkinson, 25, and then the other starters did okay as well. But like I said, nothing really at all on my bench, which uh, not worrying, um, but I'd, I'd, I'd certainly like to have one or two of those problems that you two have with with kind of some of the rotation. But um, but yeah, not yet. I have just picked up Josh Reynolds from waivers and I have a feeling that he might be going straight into my starting lineup uh, just because there's, there's not a great deal of competition at the minute. Um, but ready for... Ready for Alvin Kamara to return uh, for week four. So hopefully that should go a little bit better. Uh, we have had, a, a, well, a, a comment and a question in. So a comment from Mike on Twitter who says, uh, picking up players like Ford and Atwell on waivers could be big players uh, this week and the upcoming weeks. Uh, Charlie, obviously Ford um, could be and probably still will be actually this weekend that I thought, but obviously the Browns picking up Kareem Hunt and then Atwell as well. Thoughts on those two players? Yeah, Ford was somebody that I had tried to add on waivers, but sort of thinking, I hope somebody picks him up before me because I don't really want a Browns player on the team. And uh, let's face it, he wasn't going to stay as uh, as RB1, was he? And now they've, they've signed Hunt. So he may just be... I mean, I mean, the guy looked good against the Steelers. At the, um, the, the bits of the game I watched, obviously... Uh, I mentioned to Skull, I tuned in sort of part way through the third quarter. Um, so he was he was in the game for for everything that I'd seen, and I thought he looked good. Uh, they were using him in the passing game as well. So yeah, he. he um, I wouldn't have been disappointed if I'd have picked him up, but I didn't really want him. Uh, and I would imagine he'll probably get a couple of games now until Hunt gets back up to speed, and then. Probably takes over. Let's face it; that um, he's not going to be a clear RB one, is he? Uh, in terms of Atwell, yeah, I, I I would have taken him just to get a bit more consistency on my bench. I think the the Rams have certainly for me been the the surprise package this year. Uh, I don't think anybody expected them to be to be doing what they're doing with the players they've got. I mean, um, Puka Nakua. Jesus, he's uh, mm. he, he's like the new Cooper Cup, but younger. Um, they, they just don't stop throwing the ball to him. His hands have got to be hurting, surely, because they're throwing the ball that many times to him. Um, yeah, all across the field, they, they, they seem to be the surprise package. Again, whether that continues later into the season, if we get Cooper Cup back, maybe not a long term for Atwell anyway. I think Nakua can probably keep his place. I think he probably dropped to that wide receiver two once Cup comes back. Um, still likely to score your points. I think Atwell will probably and Van Jefferson would lose out once Cup comes back. So 
somebody that you can possibly use for the upcoming weeks until Cup comes back. But yeah, they, they're going to they, they're going to score you a, a decent uh, total over the next few weeks. I agree. Yeah, definitely well worth rostering. Um, and a question, Scully, for you that uh, that's coming from um, Liam Albert in our league. Um, so he's zero and two. So uh, I'm assuming a genuine question as to any sort of advice, if you like, zero and two. You start rolling the dice, or you maybe stick with who you've got. Um, not specifically necessarily for Albert, but just in general, um, it's still early days, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's still early days. I mean, this this year I'm probably going to be a little bit different myself in terms of trades. Uh, I, I feel that I've drafted well enough not to not to have to to trade. I mean, my score might not suggest that I'm scoring that well, but I've got but I've got two wins, so a lot of it's luck. But uh, I think when you do go zero and two after after two weeks, you've got to start to look at game by game. Then you, you can't really be looking too far ahead. So this is where, in previous years, it worked for me last year, not so much the year before. I was looking game by game to see how I could improve my side for that game, and then again, for the next game, for the next game. And that, that could mean giving up some of my big players to, to get somebody who I think is going to score better than that person for the following week and then even potentially trading that player out the, the next week. So, I don't know, something to consider, but um, I don't know. Not not to panic yet, maybe. Still early. But yeah, no, lovely stuff. Um, and, and any other sorts of questions and comments as well, you can reach us on Twitter. Um, so just... DM us, tweet us throughout the week as well and hopefully we can answer them next week. So this upcoming weekend, week three, is the one that um, us three have certainly been looking forward to uh, since May, really, since we got it booked. And I I, I do apologise if we've talked about it too much, but we've really tried our best not to uh, on here anyway. Um, But it is this weekend that, uh, that Saturday we fly out to Miami and then on Sunday, we are obviously in Miami for the Dolphins against the Broncos. And then Monday, we drive up to Tampa to see the Buccaneers against the Eagles. So a real whistle-stop, intense few days, but cannot wait. Uh, Scully, all set? You're packed? Uh, what are you most looking forward to? Yeah, again, that way, I mean, uh, most looking forward to seeing my man Baker cook is... He's going to be he's going to be big against your your boys. Your boys are going to go down. He's got to be confident, and he you could see his his swag coming back two and zero. Oh. He's he's looking he's looking good. He's playing well. He's protecting the ball. Um, he's he's a good player. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a he's a good player. I like him. Um, I mean, it's a completely different animal that he's going up against uh, this week in in the Eagles. But I'm really really looking forward to to seeing a player that I really, really like. Loved him when we had him at the Browns. Still a bit bitter about how, how it all ended. I wish he was still our quarterback. But, um, but yeah, really looking forward to that game and seeing him. And just being being over there, being in America, being looking forward to the tailgate uh, before the game on uh, that we booked into on the, on the Sunday with the Dolphins. Uh, just soaking it all in, experiencing it getting to see two fantastic iconic stadiums and and just spending three, four days completely absorbed in football. So yeah, really, really looking forward to it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and without spoiling anything too much for for next week, Charlie, you've actually picked up Baker Mayfield, so you might be starting him on your fantasy roster this upcoming weekend. But um, but but I'll let I'll let you talk about that as much or as little as you want. Um, but what about you? What are you most looking forward to this weekend? Yeah, obviously I picked up Baker, uh, and I've got Mike Evans, so I'm all in books. Uh, I'm gonna put my Steelers alliances to one side for the weekend and uh, and go all out Bucks fan. Sat in that end zone under the pirate ship. I want those cannons blasting because Baker's throwing touchdown after touchdown to Mike Evans. Uh, I'm going to be absolutely loving life if that's the case. Uh, yeah, re- really looking forward to uh, to that. That's it's it's one of the stadiums that I've I've always wanted to go to. Um, so I was really happy when we we decided that's where we we're going to go. Uh, and obviously we we bit the bullet, paid a bit more, and and we were sat in the end zone under the pirate ship. Where else are you going to sit in that stadium? So yeah, just just really excited to get there. Um, that and then uh, yeah, like Scully said, the tailgating for Miami be uh, that'll be good. I, I, I'm not sure whether that'll be as good a game. I think potentially a little bit more one sided. Um, it depends. It. I, I mean, I don't know if you watched the Denver game this weekend. I know. Uh, Wilson scored quite well in terms of fantasy, but God, he's dog shit. He is awful. What a horrendous quarterback. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how he fares. I know Miami don't have a particularly great defense, but uh, I, I would imagine Tyreek and uh, and Waddle if he, if he does play um, to uh, just go off. Uh, I'd just be good to see him live. Uh, it'd be great to see uh, Hill, especially. I mean, uh, the guy's just a rocket, isn't he? So uh, yeah, just just excited to be there uh, with you guys for, uh, for for five days away of just mayhem. It's uh, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Let's go, yeah, pod on tour. Um, so yes, hopefully some exciting things as well in the pipeline uh, while we're over there, and we can record a few little bits um, while we are there, while we're in and amongst it, uh, ready to play out next week for the next week's episode. Um, but yeah, same for me. I think every little bit of it will be amazing. But I think Sunday especially is, I think if we could just create the best day ever, uh, maybe this is building it up too much with too many expectations, but you're right. Kind of tailgating from half nine, um, eat as much as you want for the money we're paying, kind of meet some new people, um, getting in amongst the games before beforehand. Um, I'm not sure we will, but... As it works out, it is Newcastle against Sheffield United at 11 o'clock, I think, in our time. So I'm sure we won't see it, but that's going off. And then the electricity that, yeah, when Tyreek Hill's kind of running down the sideline or he's dodging in and out of defenders, whatever it might be. Uh, And then once that game's over, even just straight back down to South Beach, get in a bar and watch the the last couple of games as much as we can uh, for the rest of the evening. So, So, yeah, again... Can't wait, uh, and if it does live anywhere up to our expectations, I think it'll be an amazing, amazing week away. So, yeah, very much looking forward to it. Uh, and again, all to all to listen out for on next week's episode. All right then. So for for this week's pop culture, uh, Charlie, I'm picking on you because um, Scully has uh, failed um, multiple times now. Um, so Charlie. What's your favourite NSYNC song? Uh, I, I'm not a massive NSYNC fan, I'll be honest. But uh, Bullshit, but um, <laughs> any song? 
Scoreboard, we'll pass it over. You know that there's going to be some sort of tedious link. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Well done. Yes. <laughs> Gold star it's got for nothing. you. Bye, bye, nothing. Bye, bye, bye. Nothing on Dirty Pop. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, inevitably, who are we buying? Who, who are we liking the look of for week three? Um, so, Scully, give us, a, give us a wide receiver that you're suggesting that we, we pick up or we, we even start this week. I mean, he's probably, he's probably been rostered, but I think he's uh, probably been on, on people's bench. Definitely first week. People might have gambled on him second week and they've been right to gamble on him second week. But uh, you, you're definitely putting him in your side this week. And that, for me, is Jordan Addison. So um, he's obviously still number two to Justin Jefferson, but he's scored really, really well um, and been really, really efficient with what he's actually been given. So first week, v, v Tampa Bay, six targets, four receptions um, and a touchdown. And then this week against Philadelphia, three receptions off five targets and a touchdown. So he's he's been really, really good in his first two weeks. They're going up against the Chargers that have given a lot of points away in the first two weeks as well. So um yeah, I'd be I'd be definitely, definitely starting him. Like I said, I think he's probably been picked up. He's a he's a rookie that come in with um a lot of potential, a lot of promise. But um I think people are going to be starting him and should start him this week. Mm, yeah, I like that a lot. And and it feels like, I know we've talked about it a little bit, but there was a lot of rookie wide receivers and running backs, but rookie wide receivers last year. And it feels like exactly the same, that they just kind of slotted straight in. So whether that's a new age thing, an easier kind of conversion from college to NFL nowadays for receivers especially. But but yeah, I totally agree. like that Vikings offense. And I think Jefferson's probably just, taking away some of the pressure which which opens it up for Addison. So, yeah, lovely. Um, Charlie, uh, running back you like to look of? Uh, somebody who was, I think, for most leagues would have been uh, undrafted. He was, he was picked up in our league, certainly, after week one. Uh, and I would imagine most, most leagues now would have would have rostered him, although I've just had a look and he's he's shown as only seventy six percent rostered. Uh, and it, for me, it's Kyron Williams. I mentioned the Rams earlier, um, and and what a surprise package they've been with uh, the, the the young players that they've got and they've picked up and the way that Stafford's got them going. But for me, Kyron Williams, I mean, second highest scoring running back, twenty eight points last week against the San Francisco defense that uh, just destroyed the Steelers' running game. That and the fact that it's Matt Canada running it and he's dog shit. But, uh, yeah, the uh, it, it, the fact he's just so involved. I mean, he, he didn't have an enormous game in terms of uh, rushing yards this week, only, only 52 rushing yards, but 14 attempts, he got a touchdown, but just so involved in passing game as well, 10 10 uh, targets, six catches, 60, uh, 48 yards and a, and a receiving touchdown. Um, he, he's, is he a, a new Christian McCaffrey? Um, I mean, the guys just, they, obviously, they've, they've come out and said that they're trading away Cam Akers now. Um, so he's, he's fully taking that number one running back spot uh, for, for the Rams, who, who seem to be just, yeah, in terms of fantasy, absolutely on fire. 
Um, so if you if people haven't picked him up, like what are you playing at? You've clearly never played this game before. Get him get him picked up and started. Yeah, I know. I know what the Rams did did pretty well a couple of seasons ago when they when they won it all. But um, but it feels like they've they've been crying out really for a number one running back and not swapping and changing. Certainly, I guess for fantasy owners, not Cam Akers, not Henderson like it was last season, uh, and and he seems to be the guy. So so yeah, if he is out there, then definitely definitely worth a pick up or even potentially trading him, uh, trading for him, should I say, if someone's um, they're not as keen on him or they're just sat there on their bench. Um, okay, let me have a look at quarterback. So quarterback that I like the look of this upcoming week, and we've touched on him um, ever so slightly on the last part, but Russell Wilson, I hate to say, if I was starting a franchise, I, I wouldn't like him, but he's ranked third overall with all quarterbacks, and he's not even rostered on 50% of teams, let alone starting. Um, he's averaging 25 points a game and he's got the Dolphins this upcoming weekend, as as we all know, as we've, as we've banged on about, um, which aren't the best uh, against quarterbacks. But then he's got, he's got the Bears the weekend after, which are dog shit, again, as we've mentioned. So he's definitely one to pick up if you are one who had Aaron Rodgers, if you had Anthony Richardson, who's gone down now, um, you've even got maybe a Justin Fields that's not performing as you'd have expected. I think if if we'd have been having this conversation last week, we might have been saying it's a one-off from Russ Wilson. But now this is two weeks on the trot and then a couple of good matchups. So um, if he is out there and you have got one of those middle-of-the-road quarterbacks, then for me, you're picking him up and you're playing him. Um what, we're probably a few weeks off by weeks yet, but if anyone's looking for a second quarterback, then it might be worth picking him up as well. Did you watch the end of that game? No, I didn't watch it, no. So a lot of his points were picked up on a garbage time. He threw a Hail Mary end zone. Oh, I saw that. I saw that clip. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And obviously that would have pushed up his points. Um, yeah, I, I see what he's saying, but yeah, I think he's shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and maybe just personally as well, but um, sure. Uh, okay, so let's have a look at the the opposite end of the scale and who we don't like the look of. Um, both of you, fingers on buzzers. Uh, can you name a song by Snoop Dogg and Pharrell? We're probably talking early two thousands here. Tumbleweed. Silence is always good on a on on a podcast where it's not recorded visually isn't it no one will know no one will be, it'll be getting played in seamlessly in the background as we're as we're contemplating this uh, right okay so can i choose what? playlist please on our drive up to tampa let me have spotify and, okay. and I'll, I'll teach you a few things about modern music um <laughs> drop drop it like it's hot all right so who are we dropping like it's hot uh scroll eight wide receivers so I, I fell for the bullshit with this guy before before the season started, as soon as Cooper Cup went down. And I mentioned it last week, the Van Jefferson experience, had, uh, an experiment has ended before it even began. Um, you, you've got to be dropping him. It's just, it's just not happened at all like it was supposed to. And uh, it's for the reason that we've uh, we've talked about with, with the running game with uh, in LA, the fact that they throw into Tutu Atwell that we that we've mentioned, um, and then the other guy that we've mentioned, I think more more last week, can't say his name, Poa 
Co or, or whatever it's called, that is fantastic. Um, they're doing everything but throw to Van Jefferson. So if you've got him, drop him. I've dropped him, picked up Kareem Hunt um, instead, which uh, hopefully could be an inspired piece of business. But uh, if you've still got Van Jefferson on your roster, if you've still got Van Jefferson anywhere near your fantasy team, get rid. It's not happening. Agreed. Charlie, running backs. So, for anybody who does listen, I think last week I said this guy was going to go off. I'm pretty sure it was him. Uh, but I watched the game, or I watched uh, most of the game, and Damien Pierce, who I was massive on uh, pre-season, was looking to, to pick up. Get rid, because their offensive line is just atrocious. Um, 15 rushing attempts he had on uh, against the Colts. 15 rushing attempts. So, yards after contact for Damien Pierce was, for the week, 38. So, 38 yards after contact. His total yards was 31. <laughs> Great stat. Wow. What a joke. What an absolute joke. So, every time they handed him the ball, he was so far behind the line, he was getting hit and then breaking tackles to make those yards. So fair play to him to even make that 31 yards because they're just putting him in an absolute no-win situation. Um, Yeah, I think he's a fantastic running back, but with that offensive line, I I mean, he can't do it on his own. It's a team game, and uh, if they're not going to help him out, I I think people need to uh, to be dropping him. Yeah, which is really surprising, really, isn't it? Because again, rookie quarterback, that's your stalwart, that's your blueprint. You, you run, you run the ball, but um, but he's not. As you mentioned, Nico Collins doing really well. Tank Dell, maybe even Robert Woods, all receivers that are, that are worth picking up, I think. Um, but yeah, Damian Pierce, uh, I, I probably wouldn't let go of him just yet, but there's no chance he's getting started anytime soon. Uh, and I'll finish off with quarterbacks then. So um, just from, I guess. One Houston Texan to an old Houston Texan, um, the Sean Watson. Uh, I think, for all intents and purposes, at the start of the season, Browns fans especially were hoping for the Texans' version of Deshaun Watson, and it's just not been the case so far. You could probably drop him completely again when you've got the likes of CJ Stroud playing better, Jordan Love's doing well. Um, you could probably drop Deshaun Watson and if you really wanted to pick him up for a bye week, something like that, he's probably still going to be available as well anyway. Um, but he's he's not having a good time of it. Uh, like I say, his bye week's in week five, Deshaun Watson. So, again, whether they change things around then or not. But he's averaging just 18 points and he's QB 16. So, unless you are in a 16-man league, there's no reason for you to keep Deshaun Watson anywhere near your team at all either. And that's that. Um, as mentioned, really, uh, as well as our exciting weekend coming up, we're hoping to pass on some of that excitement through the podcast uh, of our trip stateside, um, hopefully with a little bit of different content as well, which we'll try out for the first time on next week's episode. Thanks again for listening. Best of luck to your teams in week three, and we'll see you on that next one. <laughs>